Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, we're back here, and it was just a nice, casual week. Um, Nothing very, happened. Very little going on. Uh, I mean, Cody Cody won the Rumble, and he's facing Roman Reigns. Nothing yeah. happened between now and then. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, hi, hi. It's jabbing out. Uh, no, no, Aaron this week because he's um, super bowling out in Las Vegas. It would have been really <laughs> awkward if the Ravens had made the Super Bowl. It'd been really awkward because it would just been Brandon by himself, right? like doing this well, week's show. And, and like, what a week for that to have been the case. Like, this is like could have said nothing. Um, that's true. <laughs> Say something. That is true. That is true. <laughs> All right, so we are taping on Thursday night, uh, late, and uh, that means that it's after the press conference that WWE held. And you so, can call it that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. It's not a press. Why did I call it a press well, conference? So it apparently, press conference. so apparently there were press conferency things happening there, but were that's there? not what the presentation. Yeah, like I'm seeing that there's people interviewing like Jade Cargill. Yep. Well, I think like there that. I think there was press availability, but it definitely wasn't a press conference. It was a oh right, formal, like no one was giving a statement. Q&A uh, it was a right, right, show. Yeah, yeah. They exactly. did a show that just didn't involve show. any wrestling. It was, I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't that far off from a RAW. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so, especially in the days where you would get a lot of wrestling on RAW. You know, right. like it was, it was very much like a WWE SmackDown with that was p- performance heavy and not re- no wrestling. So I, I'm in a weird place because, uh, look, ultimately what we have at the moment is a match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns for the belt at WrestleMania. That's what we have. We assume there's more to the story. We assume. And they've actually started to tell a story, which is somewhat. Good. But they've told uh, they've more told a they lot had. of different. Yeah, but it's still not really specifically Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Like, they're not there No, it's, it's very much Cody Rhodes versus the bloodline. Right, or that they you told a story about Cody Rhodes versus Rock and Roman, but that's really only based on this, not really about a story necessarily. It'll be interesting, but that's where we are at the moment. I think there's a lot of room for speculation about what, else might come of that and in that way you would argue this is good business because you know all of the 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 cody crybabies are happy and at the same time you still allow all of professional wrestling fans and the casual observers that were invested in the rock to speculate and wonder now it's totally possible we have more answers 24 hours from when we tape this But at the moment, we have no additional answers, and the other sides of this remain fascinating, in in a weird way, more fascinating, which is maybe a bad thing, because it shouldn't be more fascinating than what you're presenting as the WrestleMania main event, but there is a lot still that needs to be sorted out, even after you get the announcement that... Everything else was subterfuge. You're getting Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. And and what's really interesting about the whole thing is in a world in which we would have. uh, okay, so clearly we're going to get more of the rock than we thought we were going to get. Right. At least it feels that way. And so 
in a world in which you actually have the rock to do more than you thought you did, this is exactly what I would have said is that he should have aligned with him before they fight. But we never thought that was possible because we thought this was a one shot and done. Now, a lot of that changes now that he's part of the company and in in some reports might be running the company in a, a year or something. You know what I mean? Like, um, or, or, or at least have a very significant uh, say in the direction and, 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 and a lot of things in the company. And so, like, I think that changes things a bit, right? Like, it might change his priorities of w- in W, you know, in life to include WWE more than he would have or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, we don't know. But, like, I believe it a lot more now than I would have three weeks ago, you know, like that, that they have maybe more reason to, or he has more reason to be there more or to do more there. However we want to word it. I believe we're getting multiple rock matches now. And I didn't believe that a week ago. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe they're get you're getting multiple. You have I, to do at least, to, you can't, I mean, I say you can't, you could, it would be, if they're going down the road, they went today. I feel like you almost have to have a tag match. So it would set up for a tag match in Australia. It would, would set up. That. Uh, it would set up however, for. Well, <laughs> what do you mean, however? I mean, you have. I guess they still have time to advertise those guys for that show, but at the moment. Roman Reigns has not been advertised for that show. That's correct. But again, at the, as of a couple days ago, we thought there was a different WrestleMania main yeah. event. So right. I don't I don't know what anything means. Um, I also haven't paid attention to ticket sales. Like they, they, they might really just be they just don't care about the Australia show. People bought the tickets. Who gives a rat's ass? But it did strike me recently. And you presume now that Seth Rollins' opponent will also there'll be two elimination chamber matches to determine the last well, two champions. I, I feel like they've telegraphed that at this point. What to be Drew? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but it's, it's a weird. Well, no, no, no. Here's what I think. I think somehow they've got to work Sami Zayn into that now because of the promo they did on Monday. I feel like they knew. So that's the other part of this conversation, right? right. When did they know what and when did they decide what? Because coming out of Monday, I was thinking that's a really weird Sami Zayn promo to do if you have no intention of doing anything other than killing him off in the chamber. I don't think you do that if if you're doing that. Uh, And if you are, that means he would have to have something else good to do at WrestleMania, which I I, couldn't tell you what it is. I I hear you saying that, but I'll say the same thing I said about the Royal Rumble. You got to promote the matches that you have. Like if, if, if Sami Zayn's going to be this thing where, um, you know, like we can only promote the guy that's going to win and the guy that's going to be in the match. and We can only make that person look strong. That's, that's always been a fallacy. Like it, it is, and that's a problem on the other side that we can talk about. But I, I do want to say though, you can't call him Rocky if you're not gonna like you can't start doing that if there isn't some sort of something there. Like I, I'm not telling you he's winning the title, but like it can't just be he gets killed off in two weeks. Like you can't call a guy Rocky and kill him off in two well, weeks. Well, I, I would think he's gonna have something at WrestleMania, and it would be great if it was in the uh, a championship match, but. I don't think it requires it. I, I think that's. But I think the match might require him to be in it. That, and that's the argument I was going to make. What do you is, mean? 
Well, it's much more. That's the situation where a triple threat is actually much more compelling than the one on one match. As long as Sammy's not winning. Like this is I keep coming back. Uh, to he this. can I, I think he can win. I think he can. I don't think that I don't think it matters. I don't think I, I think it would have mattered. I disagree. Sammy Zayn winning the belt should Roman not be. Roman Reigns, it would have mattered. I don't think it matters in this scenario. I, I think I, Sammy Zayn finally winning a belt should not happen in a cockamamie match. That is way too significant of a moment for it to be happening in a ginned up type of way. No, you can't have Sammy Zayn win a triple threat for his first championship. I, no way, no how, under no circumstances. That story is too important. You don't do it that way. You do a program, you do a story, you do something real. Um, I, no, 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 no. Other no. people won their first championship in a triple threat match. Um, tell me, tell me. I mean, I'm not saying I, I can't tell you definitively no, but who's significant first title in it? By the way, also at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan. Was that that wasn't his first? I mean, that was the one though. It's but there's a big difference and between the, the first story was money of, in the bank. You right. Know, so, but that uh, wasn't supposed to be a significant moment. Sami Zayn winning the belt should the be. Bryan thing is a significant moment. It's the right, but it wasn't in his first title. You're doing okay, two different things. But, but his first title was nothing. And he had to so, win a one. Right, I understand that. But he was still a champion. He wasn't someone who waited his entire career, who was at nearer to the end of his career than the start of it, and had never done this. But you don't think there's a way they could do the finish to make it feel appropriate? Um, like it wouldn't I, just be him pinning Drew McIntyre with Seth Rollins laying on the outside, you know, like. If if it was a definitive like he haluva kicks both guys and pins one of them, I, like I, can you do it? I guess. Should you do it? Absolutely not. It, it, this is what 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 is the point of why you're doing this match? Is the question. And if the point is, well, we kind of didn't have anything else better to do, so we defaulted and said, let's let Sammy have a moment. I think that's. That's the bad reason to do a match, but then commit to the thing being the thing and to say, well, we also want to protect Seth. Well, why do you why are we so obsessed with protecting Seth? What is that? What well, is they shouldn't that, do that? They shouldn't do that. They shouldn't protect Seth in that right. scenario. But you're right. They'd more be more inclined to than not. This is I, I, I I'm not saying that it's impossible. If the option is Ray Mysterio, or, Ray Mysterio won his first WWE championship in a triple threat match. Give me the circumstances. Uh, Ray Mysterio beat Randy Orton and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. In what year it, are we talking about? Uh, 22. WrestleMania 22. WrestleMania 22. Um, and had Ray been WCW champion? Not world champion. He hadn't been like he US had, champion. He is never WCW champion. Is that true? Not world champion. I, I I'm believing you. I just don't know that off the top of my head because I'm trying to think back to a billion years ago. If he had been, I'm gonna try to look. If he had been, it would have been in the most irrelevant. No, part it doesn't look like the, it doesn't look like he was. Um, but this is by the way, it actually does make a point because I don't remember that it wasn't a significant WrestleMania moment. 
Like a significant WrestleMania moment is a story that you tell. Is a this is not the way to do it. You tell a story, you build to it. You you fire it up. We will remember Kofi forever in part because it was Kofi winning the belt, but also in part because we all know it was a brilliant story. It was told by two performers who knew exactly what their role was. There was one very clear path. And if Seth Rollins is still supposed to be the guy that's getting all of the cheers, if he's still supposed to be that guy, then there's not a clear path, clear story to be told. And it takes away from the moment. If you're doing a triple threat, Sammy can't win. It's just not – that's not the way you do that. It's it's almost gross to do that. Like that, hair, could be, that could be the precursor to him winning it at SummerSlam or something. He could lose that match. and may, then, Maybe, but that requires – they weren't going to do this match to begin with. It requires you to now believe they're going to do another match. Like Right. They weren't going to do – right. It was going to be Punk. But, but yes. like – so what's really interesting to me in the this whole thing is the way he was treated <laughs> – in that whole thing, which was as completely irrelevant, you know, like the throw him in the corner while we're doing all this stuff. Um, that part was a little weird to me. I I understand why if we're getting a tag match or whatever, but it was also that like. Why does he care that The Rock slapped Cody Rhodes? You know what well, I mean? Like 100%. But that was it, weird, right? Again, <laughs> this comes back to, are you doing this tag match? I, I have zero interest in that at WrestleMania. Like, this this is the... Or are com- you doing Cody... Are you doing, like I said in, in on Twitter, are you doing Cody Rock night one? Yeah, that and that none of these things make sense. The match, the only reason for Rock to be back is to do Rock Reigns. Like that's the reason. Well, well, well and on now, the, but again, if that's the long term plan, now that we have him for longer than yes, we think, if if, if this, this is, is all a, fine, I'm fully committed. All right. good, all good to say we're gonna do Rock Reigns, but now we're gonna do it at SummerSlam, right? And this like, is what he must mean when he kept saying all the long game stuff. People assumed he meant Cody. But he was obviously now he's talking about himself. But it still doesn't change the fact that one week ago, Cody was stepping aside. And that's yeah, that what part makes doesn't make of, any sense. All of this to say, well, maybe it was all part of a long game. Well. No, when Rock, no, when Rock was making those statements after after that. Like, right. Like, but I, th- I think, you know, that was po- that was after that had on already gone down. But the the thing that Cody said on Friday makes no sense now. Um, it makes zero sense. It won't it's, be at WrestleMania. Right. It's bat s. It comes off as there is no plan. The plan is we'll figure it out tomorrow. Is what it comes off as. A, a week ago there was a different plan. If you wanted to be charitable, you would say. Because it was all a giant ruse and they knew all along what they were doing and they got more attention and the Internet freaked out. And like, maybe like maybe there's some bizarro world where last Friday they said, let's rope a dope here. Let's sucker them in and get them mad and get them pissed off because we always had the intention to do a a goofy tag team. Like, it requires a stretch of the brain that I'm not willing to go to. And it's not just that. It's not just that. It's that the amount of people they would have had to lie to um, in order for that to be the case because 
you know, we've got several conflicting reports um, that when I say conflicting reports, they all were the same reports that conflict with what ultimately happened, right? And they supposedly were from sources who definitely should know, <laughs> including so, wrestlers themselves. It's totally plausible that no one knew. It's Correct. totally plausible that this has changed constantly. And the thing that I keep coming back to that makes the most sense for cleaning this up and again, the argument about like maybe from Friday to Monday, at some point they all got back together. Rock and then The Rock said, "I'll I'll work SummerSlam for you too, right? Like, and we can push this off, and well, we can accomplish all of these things." Well, if you go back to the original reporting, but before they pushed this, you know, to the forefront, it was like the original reporting was like they are going to do this, but not yet. Right. And then it was like they're going to do this right now. So like. Did they revert back? And that's I'm very curious to see if anyone ends up figuring out this timeline of how all this went down, because did they revert back to what their original thought was or was there an original thought or like, how is there did, a thought today? I keep coming right, back to that right, Do they right. know today or are they Although still they have definitively now told you that this Cody match is happening. Right. And, and now, that, now multiple that it's, people that it's, say it's official and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, but do they know for sure? And they were still doing business, like having Punk and Big E talk about, well, there's two nights and you could do other things. I have no interest in a WrestleMania tag team match. None. Zero. And and by zero, I mean actually less than zero. It would be offensive at WrestleMania. There is no reason for these people to be working a second match with nothing at stake. Like, it's... You, Unless there is something at stake. But what is that? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, unless like, they decide something is at stake. Like, if they lose, Cody doesn't get his match or, you know. It, it, but it, even if there's something at stake, there's not really going to be something at stake if it's something well, like and, that. And that, that's insulting. Like, yeah, because you know they're not going to do that. It's <laughs> yeah. insulting to suggest that. I mean, so, if you were going to do the tag match, you have to put the bloodline over in that match. Um... It would make yeah. no sense the other way. But I, I, I can't only say this so many ways. That means that you're just doing a match. I still, It's a house show match. It's a house that, show match. It's a house show match. But it's a match at WrestleMania with The Rock in it. So there's that. I, I understand that. And there's a million things that The Rock can do at WrestleMania. They don't need this. No one needs on the same weekend can as I, wait, Roman Let Cody. me throw something out there. Is that, though, the way that they strip the bloodline from Roman for night two? Because it actually yeah. makes sense if you do if if you do it that way. Like, um, basically, if something transpires in the match where The Rock takes Solo and Jimmy with him, and then Roman is left to fend for himself night two. Because we do have to we do have to clean that up if. So far, nobody's been able to beat Roman Reigns, including this guy, with the bloodline. So you have to strip the bloodline away from him somehow if he's losing. Because it would make no sense if he could just beat them now. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to get them out oh, of right. But that's why, it again, it makes sense to do that in Australia. It doesn't make yes. sense to do that on night one. You do that in Australia, you have that taken care of, and now you tell this story. I'll come the back only to part, the, the only part that, that that lines up if it wasn't The Rock. 
You want you the Rock at WrestleMania, right? I mean, unless oh, you're telling that, me that the, he would wrestle someone else or something. Yeah, or, or the two nights. I keep, I keep coming back to doing Cody on night one for the belt and then doing Roman night two for the state, for the, the, the be the, the leader of the bloodline is the way to do it. That's the cleanest way to have accomplished all of these things and not to do something stupid. As, as was point. There is no reason for Seth Rollins to be involved with this. Seth Rollins is involved with this now because we say so. He, he's the, dang- the dragon off of this, <laughs> it, well, this scenario. He, you know, I don't even know if we'll have time to get to that, but I guess. <laughs> um, there is zero reason. It is as forced as forced gets. There is no reason for Seth, who we don't even know if he can wrestle, to be working two matches on WrestleMania weekend. Fair. That's insane. There is no justification to doing this tag match on WrestleMania weekend. Now, again, I I don't need the tag match at all. If they feel like the business that has been done forces it, one, I hope Seth Rollins can wrestle, and two, get it out of the way and get WrestleMania shouldn't be. I know we will say that technically the Daniel Bryan thing was cockamamie because he had to wrestle two matches in one night. And so there's a history of some cockamamie things that have worked at some times, but they're still not necessary. Like we know what the, there was a, there was a reason why it had to be done that way because they were forced into it. They don't need to be forced into that today. They are not forced into the stupid tag match. Like it does not have to happen. I fear that it's something worse than that. I fear that like, they know Seth can't wrestle at WrestleMania, and so they're not going to do any championship match at WrestleMania, and this is the way of getting Seth onto the card and yet protecting him because he's not really going to be involved in the match. Like, I fear that it's something worse than that because that was not a thing. There was nothing there for Seth Rollins to be involved with. It is as forced as forced gets. So... The answer is the answer. Like, the answer really is you do Cody on night one, you do Rock on night two, you accomplish both things, you get the Rock-Roman match that needs to happen at some point. If if Rock-Roman is fine for SummerSlam, then the argument of doing Rock-Cody, I'm... It's almost too cartoonish for me. Like, I, I... to let Cody Rhodes defeat The Rock and Roman Reigns over the course of one weekend. I mean, you want the guy? You want him to be the guy? That, but it's cartoonish now. It's now it's John Cena. Now it's I'll never be able to like the guy again. Now it's it's you've gone from we all want to see this to we never want to see it again. It's LOL. Cody wins within five minutes. Um. Right, so Brian Gewertz just tweeted, now the fun starts, chapter one. I, I mean. With a picture of The Rock and Triple H and all this stuff that happened. Hmm. Chapter one. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Look, man, I give them credit. They did good business. Yeah. I. Where, the only where, thing, the only thing I will criticize, like very specifically, because like in, in general, that was a like they made me captivated for a nothing thing that like shouldn't be captivating. Like the because the the first part of it couldn't have been more boring. 
Um, here's Bianca for no reason. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like to do, I thought for sure Jade Cargill's coming out or something. Nothing. Uh, here's Rhea Ripley for basically no reason. And then let's telegraph the chamber match when we don't even know who else is in it yet. They're telling you it's Rhea Becky now. Like, I mean, you can't go back on that More now. or less, yeah. I don't know how you go back on that after what they did. Like, so then you get this. The Here's my criticism. I don't. And I mentioned this earlier in the week. I don't love these guys saying like, oh, what a pop there. And, oh, these guys are going into business themselves. And like, you know, like that stuff is a little cringe to me of like, you know, brother, brother. (laughs) I I hear you. I I don't. But it all works without them saying those words. Do you know what I mean? Like the stuff they did all is is working. You don't need to say that. You don't need hit Triple H to be like, oh, brother, these guys are going to the business for themselves, brother, brother, brother. You know, like it's like it's just let it happen. Like I I understand what they're trying to do, but it was I felt like it was working. Like I don't I I mean the the segment with uh Rock and Roman with Triple H backstage, that's good shit. <laughs> you know, like that's good that's good stuff. Like um, their presentation since Kevin Dunn has left has been a thousand times better. I agree overall. with that. I agree with that. I I I think they did good business. I think that at the same time, if you're asking me to have faith, that part is where I struggle because I'm not sure that they have not shown that there's been a plan. Like, right. it has been so topsy-turvy ups and up and down that to say hey they did good business once so trust and have faith that they're going to get this right Mm. yeah i'm not there i'm i'm not there but they did do good business and i i look i the end of the what they're doing on AEW is absolutely not for me but the end of the show this week was good bit of business and i can't deny that in any way it was good when there's good business being done you acknowledge it as good business. This was good business tonight. And where it goes from here, we'll see. Um, I don't know how much of the rock I really want. So there's also a part of me that says, I don't really think I want to wait around for SummerSlam unless it's so obviously telegraphed that it doesn't require him to be a part of it the entire time. If, if it's just him being disappointed in Roman Reigns, and now we're doing the match at SummerSlam, and they're both going away until SummerSlam. Like, all good. I, I still come back to, I, I I think there is money in Rock Roman doing that. If if you feel like it needs to stand alone and you want to push it off to SummerSlam because of it, all good. All good. I don't need to force something with The Rock. Otherwise, I'm not sure that it's there. I really hate most of these other scenarios like i someone would have to keep trying to present something to me that i really liked for the rock at wrestlemania that wasn't a one-on-one match with roman reigns like i i don't know what that would be um i i do like cm punk (laughs) weighing in at the end i would punch people well we know we know that's what you do right yes we're aware (laughs) That was humorous. That was humorous. <laughs> um, by I, the way, they a thousand percent should utilize him in a role like that while he's hurt. 
because um, the, the difference between him and the other people they have doing that is significantly better. Agreed. I would say this was is is he always willing to do? It comes back to the CM Punk conversation. The more CM Punk, the more inclined I am to believe that he goes into business for himself at some point. But of course, you know, you know, he was he was good. He was good. There was a lot of good. There was an awful lot of good. Um, it, yeah, I mean, the, apparently, uh, I had heard that they still plan on bringing him to Australia. I don't know how that works with recently, you know, repaired arms and things and long flights, but. They apparently are still bringing him there for some reason. So um, I don't know if this is going to be like an overall like, you know, thing he does all the time or once in a while or whatever. But I would imagine they're paying him enough money to want to take advantage of him doing something. Um, Yeah. That, you know, and if he's willing to, again, do the work, um. I think there are unique ways that you could use them. I think that he could be used to do um, interview segments. If he's willing to do the work, if he's willing to be a performer and do all of that stuff and not be egotistical, you could do, you know, your interview show, your, your, your show segment during the course of shows could be with CM Punk. I don't know what that's called, but, you know, he's capable of it. He did it on that. What was that dumb show that I never watched yeah, on a uh, backstage backstage? He was, like, he was phenomenal on that. You can, <laughs> like, if can, you watched it, it, it can be done. It, it can be. And he hated but, them when he did that and he still made it work. You know what I mean? It, right. It requires CM Punk to prioritize the job. And if he's up for that, let's, let's go, let's go. I, I get wary, but, you know, if that's what he's up for, that's what he's up for. Um, all right. I, I don't really know what else there is to say other than this is where we're at and we'll see how it all unfolds. And they still have a lot to do. To I can't believe they're doing a stadium show that has so little like there is so little. How many we're like two weeks away or something. That's, right. That's but that's where they are. Right. Like they've sold all the tickets. It doesn't matter. Like it's the brand at this point that's selling that. Um, I know we rule our eyes when they say stuff like that, but that's what's happening right now out there, you know, for their for them, ticket sales wise. Um, I was trying to find a number. Yeah, you know, I mean, presumably you're gonna have two chamber matches. We know there's a women's match. We don't really know what the men's match is. We're assuming that they're gonna do a, a number one contender thing, but they have not told us that. Oh, that's why I worry that there's like that that they don't think Seth Rollins can wrestle at WrestleMania. Like I'm worried about yeah. that. They're doing uh, so so yeah, it's Nia Rhea uh the women's chamber match uh and then the Judgment Day versus the winner of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate or DIY. Um that's it right now for Chamber. But you know, there'll and, be a second is, Chamber. It is 2 weeks from this weekend. Have they ever done a stadium show with neither world title being defended? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I got to be honest with you, I don't have the entire history of stadium shows, but... I, I think I'm it's gonna, an easy answer, buddy. I'm, I'm, well, you, you say that except for when there was only oh, one... Oh, when Roman was... The, right. When, right. When there was only one champion. Do I know for sure that Roman did all of the stadium shows? Like, I Not think counting, like, Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like, like a show that doesn't have... I mean, no... I. 
because Hell in a Cell wouldn't have been in a stadium, right? That was in no, Saudi Arabia. No. And I think Roman did fight in that. Um, well, if it was in Saudi Arabia, it might have been. Because they did some of the Saudi Arabia shows were at a big venue, but but not like this. Like I don't think they were. I think the the last few have been in smaller uh, setups than they had that one that was in a huge stadium uh, where they did the greatest Royal Rumble ever and all that, whatever. That right, was. right. Anyway, no, you're right. Like it is bizarre, but like you know, I was trying to see if WrestleTix had. Their sales, but and, uh, and in December they had already sold more than forty-five thousand tickets. Oh, so, um, oh. with the expectation being that they were going to cap the capacity at fifty-five thousand for the event. Well, that's so, incredible. well, again, but this is the advantage of they. This doesn't happen. So, right. and it's like the thing. Um, you know, it, 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 we talked about it with AEW talking about London. Well, yeah, if you never go to London, then you can keep doing this. Right? Yeah, by like, the way, Elimination Chamber last year, uh, the venue held 12,000 people. For 13,000 where, where, where was that? In Quebec. That's where they did the Sammy thing. Oh, right. Of course. Montreal. Yeah, of course. But, like, the whole stadium only held, or the whole arena held 13,000 people. And they're going to do 45,000, 50,000 people for this with, one? With nothing. Now, it's interesting because Elimination Chamber, it, I've talked about this before, it should always work out that Elimination Chamber can be last chance at WrestleMania, and you have four you have four title belts, two of which you have opponents determined at the Royal Rumble, and Elimination Chamber is about the Chamber matches the way that Royal Rumble is about the Rumble matches. Like, that should be the thing. They've just never figured that out. They've never gotten to a place where there are two events leading up to WrestleMania that have two marquee matches that are super freaking important. They've got that for the Royal Rumble, and I get it. It's always going to be bigger for the Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble is part of the zeitgeist and everybody's involved in the whole thing. But they should always be able within like a week to build a strong Elimination Chamber match with compelling stories from all of the parties involved about why they want to be in the Royal Rumble and we should be into it. And not, like, to your point, we shouldn't be going into the Elimination Chamber saying, well, this is just an, a Becky Lynch Invitational. Or, um, you know, like, that, that's not the way that we should be treating Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, these matches should be big, and in that way they should be. It, it, it should be an event on the scale of uh, Money in the Bank that matters because you have this thing that's in front of you. But for whatever reason, they have just never been able to commit to that and, and make sure that it works that way. We'll see. We'll see if they can figure that out at some point. All right, are we good with um? I think I think we're good. Yeah, there's not really anything else to talk about with main roster WWE at the moment. I mean, yep. that 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 just completely overshadows everything. So it's hard yep. to to talk about anything else. A hundred percent. Um, NXT had a pay per view. They did a premium live event, whatever they we're calling sh- they sh- they sure did. Um, it I I don't want to say it stunk because. I, I think it was mostly neutral. It's just uh, there is still a path, and we saw it at the end of the show with the oh, jawing. I think, it's pre- I think it's pretty clear what the path is. 
the the path is that Mello is now is going to beat Ilya on just a one-off NXT, and then well, there's gets, a, there's Roadblock. There's a, there's like is, a special event. NXT. Right, that's a one-off. That's a one-off NXT though. I mean, like we're just. But, Right, but that's the one that you know. It's one of like Halloween Havoc and those other things that they call like special. So I think I think Carmelo beats Dragon off there, and then you get Carmelo Trick at the Stand and Deliver show. So that's on March fifth is Roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. It you say it makes sense. I would argue that it never makes sense for you to choose to do a title change in front of a hundred people. Like I, but there's only what four shows a year right now with NXT, or it's not that. I I get it, and I that's where I would do title changes. Like I I think it's difficult right now. I think now. if you never change a title on one of those shows, then it makes those shows. Why do those shows? You know what I mean? Like why make special? Sort, sort of, but you kind of run into the problem the other way. What happened uh, this weekend that that made that event feel significant? The turn at the end. Um. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll, to some extent, yes. Like it's it's weird because we thought it was coming at some point, and you know, like we just kept waiting, and it just so happened to be here. I I, I guess I'll give the you crowd that. Crowd was here for it. They were saying <laughs> they were using lots of. Right. Expletives. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that worked for me. Like, I, 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 you know, that's what we wanted. We wanted to get there. It, they telegraphed it to a degree, but like, we got it. It worked. It was impactful. The part that's weird is the dragon off part. Where that's you still the, like that to me is to, the issue. Like, like I guess they because they build the respect thing, like. Like, but it's like, why does he care so much about <laughs> what they're doing? You know what I mean? In fact, somebody even, I feel like someone on the show was like, why does Dragunov care about these guys? I'm like, yeah, why does he care about these guys? I like, don't have that answer. Yeah, so, somebody said it. I was Someone on commentary or something was like, uh, who did they have in there? Uh, Wade Barrett, because Booker T wasn't there. So, like, why, why is he involved in there? What does he care? And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Yep. Why does he care? Yep. Um, I and I don't know. I don't know. And that I would say the other issue with Roadblock is, y- you basically at this point have no choice but to fully take Dragon off out. Like, I mean, injure him now to a point where he can't he can't be involved in WrestleMania weekend, and that's a bummer because this is Ilya Dragonoff who's had this significant year. And now couldn't, in, couldn't you have Dijak or somebody just inter, you know, like to, you could just redirect him, right? Couldn't you just do something like that? I mean, you're already doing the Dijak thing. Like, but I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying? Like if that continues, because didn't he kind of lost because Joe Gacy did something, so he didn't really lose to Dragonoff, like in a definitive fashion. Um, so I don't know. I I think I would I would say. It's the guy that's been at the top of the brand for the better part of the year to lose the belt, presumably in an underhanded way, and then care so deeply about something else. You know what? You're starting to talk me into thinking 
what? that this Carmelo trick match is not going to be for the belt. I, th- that's the part that I worry. I worry that because your point them, is well taken. It's more likely that Trick comes back and costs Carmelo the match, right? To sort of to make his, you know, like when right. Marty Jannetty came back from the, the barbershop window thing. Like it's more likely for him to come out of the crowd and and do something, and then they just go to a blood feud match. It's so funny because it's like one of those things where we'd say, "Wow, it's so great to have." a really great feud that has no title, but you also want this one to have the title. Well, <laughs> you know and you would say, and it makes the title match irrelevant. Like there, there's nothing. Oh yeah. That they this can would do. Over, completely overshadow the title. Match. It's not just that they completely overshadow it. They can't do a good title match. They, it's not possible. There's no compelling, interesting story. No one is saying to themselves, God, we just have to have more of blank from Ilya. Like that's the, it's, I, in a in a perfect world, yes, you want compelling matches that are beyond the title match, but you want it all to be compelling. You want a compelling championship match, and you want other compelling matches. And unfortunately, the only thing that would be like somewhat compelling is the thing we don't want them to do, which is for them to just throw some random guy that isn't there. Oh, in, that's... Yeah, but you know what not, I mean? The only thing that would look like a big sticker match, I guess is the better way to say it. Not compelling, but like a stick, like a big sticker biggest show of the year match at this point would be someone that's not on their show right now. Cause I can't tell you who's on the show. No, there's other no than one. the two guys we're talking about that deserve that or, or deserves the wrong word that fit that. Yeah. I mean, if Wes Lee was going to be available, you know, like, oh, well, yeah, but he's really not available. Yep. Like, really, really. So I got nothing. Like I got nothing. I that has to be the championship match, and it's why they needed to get the belt off Ilya. They needed to get the belt off of Ilya to get quicker to a point where it made sense that Ilya was not in the championship picture, and so. That, to me, is the bummer of it. And the rest of it was just kind of fine. Like, it was a kind of a fine show. I like, like the DiJack joe Gacy match. Yeah, as, as expected, that one worked. Um, yeah. That was it, pretty... That was pretty... That <laughs> was pretty good. I mean, listen, it's going to be hard for you to show me a DiJack match I'm not going to want to watch. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, the guy, incredible. The guy's yes. great. Yeah. Yes. Um... Oh God! And he punched the shit out of Dragunov on NXT. Oh my God! Did you did you watch that in slow mo? I, I did. He punched him in the face. Like, oh my! Oh my! Yeah, that's why he was bleeding I, all over the place. I, but I, I um, didn't. anyway, yeah, the show was fine. The Dragon Lee match was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they uh, lack the, star power to a degree the, on this. The women, the women's thing is so freaking weird, man. Like I don't, I have no earthly idea what's going on there. Like, yeah, to, I'm, I'm, I'm lost there. That to have Lola Vice throw herself in just to throw away that thing. What? Just why so her? And, and like, why is Roxanne mad at her? She should be mad at Tatum Paxley. For pulling her out of the ring, not at the other. I mean, she should be mad at both of them, but like she would have won despite that other woman being in the match. If the other if Tatum Paxley hadn't come and 
pulled her out of the ring, she would have won the match. So I, like that, none of that adds up to me as far as the story. They were, I don't know what they were trying to do. And but, it's all convoluted and none of them are standing out. Like no one, I, none of this is doing, if the idea was we've decided that Lyra Valkyria is this superhero here, and we just want to have her beat as many people as possible. And we just like people singing her music and but yeah. like none of these none of the wins are standing out because no one else no one is standing out right now. Like no one is separating themselves and showing that they are a real factor in all of this. And where's they Nikita a, Lyons? Like where's Sol Ruka? Where's the Lash that, Legend? Well, although she did have a nice victory this That's, week. That's fine that's and i hope that she has to have a more relevant victories than that but correct they made her look good this week this is Um, the like the people who stand out in some sort of way are not involved and everybody else is not separating themselves it's just a group of seemingly interchangeable people and the people that aren't are not on the show right now wendy chu sol ruka nikita lyons those are three people that are completely not interchangeable for multiple different reasons. Well, and and Lash. Lash is utterly <laughs> Lash. not. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, exactly. But I mean, like, the three. Oh, Lamar Jackson just won the MVP. Well, I mean, he was going to. I'm, I'm like, so I, shocked, Glenn. Yeah. Um, but yes. anyway. Um, no, yeah. I, the, but you know what I'm saying. Like the, like, the other. The people who they had been treating this way. Like, that they were, you know. Nikita Lyons specifically, they treated like a title contender. Um, they treated uh, the other two not like that yet. But, you know, the, those are characters. It's the thing that we we said whenever it's, – and it's so weird. So when they started this NXT 2.0 thing, right, they had all these wacky characters and all these, like, personalities. And, like, while the show didn't work per se – you didn't mix the characters up like they were very, for the most part, defined. And to your point, they just have all these women now that like you're like, wait, is she in Chase U? Is that the or is that the person that's with? Um, uh, why can't I think of her name? Because they actually did push this character, the accountant character. Oh, whatever. Kiana, Kiana. Yeah, James. The, 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 she has like a second. Now. Yes, she does. Correct. Like, Who the hell is that? And then there's. Yep. the the energy girl that's trying to get people to work out who I don't know who that is. There's so many of these people. There's the person that you were pissed off about in the battle Royal that (laughs) they were all of a sudden caring who that is. This is a thing now. Yep. Um, Yep. Anyway. Yes. They got to, they got to define those characters a little better. I mean, that's, that's the one problem with the NIL is like, they're getting all these great athletes and they're phenomenal athletes. They're freak athletes to a degree. How many of them can do the other part where they have to be a distinct personality and stand out? I, I think they that's going to be tricky. They don't. And that's yep. the problem. That's the problem. All right. Um, AEW? Uh, yeah. I, look, I, it, it, was a, it was a dreadful show on the <laughs> whole. I mean, it was unwatchable. Um, nothing happening. I, I can't tell you how stupid I find that this is we talked about it before. Samoa Joe is the biggest wet blanket of all of the wet blankets. In and hind- they know it because they had to do a triple threat. Well, and, and in hindsight, it's so clear they just should have had MJF drop the belt and do a tournament that led to a championship match between Swerve 
and and Hangman. I the only part of that that I appreciated was that they finally showed the double turn yes. at the end of that, and that's great. But again, it goes back to the same problem. Swerve shouldn't be winning the belt in the triple threat. Like maybe if, he won't. Maybe, maybe Hangman will win. That may, by the way, that works for me. Yeah, I guess because you need Hangman to get a win yep. in order to justify doing if it you, again. If you have, see, to me, you can sort of fix this because you get Hangman to win the belt, then you have Swerve chase. You have him chase the guy you want him to be chasing, and not the other guy. And I think that, I mean, honestly, I don't know what, however, anyone else thinks. I mean, this is one of the for me bright spots of AEW. I can watch these two guys wrestle a hundred times. Well, yeah, no, this is this is great. That match I, was incredible, and and to the point where I didn't even realize they were anywhere near the time limit. So when that happened, it legitimately got me. Like I was like, oh, he's gonna win. Oh, <laughs> you know. And then I looked up, and thirty minutes had gone by. I was like. Oh God, that match was thirty minutes long. No, like, no, it's it's one of the few things that's been spectacular. No, I'll listen to that argument that it, it's not the way that they needed to do it, but they they can get that out of this. That's fine. But Samoa Joe is serving no purpose. Like no. he is, it, I, God, and I it, like I feel bad because I don't dislike Samoa Joe, but Jesus. Just as wet as there is in terms of wet blankets, like nothing, nothing that there is purposeful there. Um, the show's bad, you know. Again, to your point, and I, it's unfair. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was a bad show, except for the start was good and the end was good, right? Like, but the show in between is. I thought your favorite part was the hundred luchadors coming yeah, out sure, to fight sure. Blackpool. Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, the show's dreadful, but the match to start is wonderful. And then, as I said a minute ago, I absolutely have zippy interest in Sting winning a, a tag team belt. None. Zero. I, 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 I couldn't possibly care less about that. And yet, somehow, they found a way to turn that into good programming. And I've got yeah. to give them credit for that. Like it, it was, it was good. It was good, effective programming. Was it worth holding the tag division hostage over? No, no, no I can't give you that. Like it's no, been... but if you tell me, so I, I do like the idea of if you're telling me that his last match is against the Young Bucks, right? It makes sense to do this because then the Young Bucks can. Take the titles from them in his last match. Correct. That's what should happen. He should not win his last match. But, but they don't need. It doesn't need to be a title match either. Like nothing it, about it, this. It doesn't. But it. It doesn't. But what if you had a tag match? It goes back to the thing where, ultimately, this is if you have the Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby. What tag match are you going to be have that feels more important than that? Um. It's, I mean, I don't know if you had a tag division, it's possible that you could have had something. But, but I, in I, their current state, because they have FTR out in triple land with Daniel Garcia or sorry, trios land with Daniel Garcia. And um, who else is a tag team? Right. <laughs> you know, because like, I, I everybody saying, you like have the acclaim the the doing the same thing. Like, I, exactly. I, I, I get it. But because otherwise you're just going to have some cockamamie thing where it's Ricky Starks and Big Bill against. 
someone. But again, this is because we're acknowledging they've held the tag division hostage. Like they have they have decimated the tag division. And it's a joke to the point where the rankings had like Claudio and Brian Danielson as a tag team. I think sure. there was someone like that. on. Yeah. There. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, I, it, I have no interest in it, but the business is, is good. It will clean up nicely. The awkward part is the part where, well, how do you go about getting them their heat back? Like, that's the part of this that's uncomfortable is that it requires more elevated sting over the course of the next next few weeks. And the argument could be, well, you were always going to get that. You just have to deal with that. They've decided four more weeks. Four more weeks. They've decided to sting farewell tour. uh, Yeah, something like it's early March. Yeah. So, yeah, about four more weeks. Um, They've decided the sting farewell tour is so scary important that you are going to get it no matter what. Now it just happens to involve the belts. Fine. Whatever. I. Both things can be true. It can both be that that's not good, but at the same time, the business was good. You could have done something else there. The same business could have been done without the belts. There could have been a big moment for Darby and Sting that didn't involve the belts that could have been ruined by the Bucks. I mean, they beat the shit out of Sting's sons. Like, if you're going to do that, you don't need the titles. Correct. (laughs) You know what? Again, the business, business looked good. The By business. the way, Sting's sons look like beasts. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, well, I like mean, they, they should be remember, Sting, Sting was a professional athlete before he was ever a wrestler. Like, right, right. Sting was a, is an athlete, so that doesn't surprise me all that much. That's why he can jump off of stuff. That's right. That's all you need. Um, and then, of course, the other story being Mercedes Monet. Yes. Um, March 13th? Yeah, what big business or whatever the hell it's it's called. I it's it's a weird thing for me because it it's embarrassing. I I, I did you see WrestleTix for last night and what what did they do in Phoenix? It was not great. The, oh. first of all, the TV rating was bad, and then also the let's see WrestleTix because they they ran the big building in Phoenix, which is nuts. Like I just. I'm so confused as to why they're doing these things. They did. They did. They distributed 5,000 tickets. Which, I got to be honest with you, is better than I, they, I thought they did. Well, because this, this coming week, they've distributed 2,300 tickets in Cedar that, Park, Texas. Right. But to that's be fair, small... it's Valentine's Day. It's hard, you know. But, sure, so. but it's also a small... They're playing a right-sized building. They played yeah. the big arena in Phoenix when their cap was 5,000 tickets. Like, they're, they're, they're sort of acknowledging if we're going to run a big building, we're going to have to try to do something. They're going to run the big building in Boston because they've got mercedes Monet. The next week, they won't be able to do that. They can only do that. It's why they kept going back to Chicago with CM Punk. Because that's what they had. They had only a couple of tricks they could play. They... They, 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 essentially, don't wanna... they essentially started pantsing CM Punk because they stopped selling tickets there. Not – they still did good, but you know what I mean. They didn't – they stopped selling out, <laughs> which doesn't look good for him. Like, oh, I didn't you even... can't do that to people. I, I didn't even notice that. 
Yeah, the last said, the the first collision didn't sold out didn't sell out. No, the, no, no, no. The first ones did. Right. But like like but when they would when they would do that when they would like run it over and over again they started they, the numbers. Were oh, still good. when they were doing like the whole weekend or whatever. Yeah, right. like the numbers yeah, were yeah, still that good. Was, that was always tricky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I have no idea why they would run a building like the one they ran in Phoenix and I. I, what's the building they're running in Vegas? Oh, they're doing the Henderson Arena. They're running a right-sized building in Vegas. They're just—it's insane. They're doing it the night before the Super Bowl. Like it's—it's bad. They could have. This actually could have worked for them if they had flipped the two dates. If they had done Wednesday of Super Bowl week in Vegas, they might have gotten an extra thousand people that were just out there looking for something to do. But nobody in, that's out for the Super Bowl on the night before the Super Bowl is looking for something to do. It's no. the exact it's the exact opposite problem. There are so many effing things to do the night before the Super Bowl that it's it's almost the worst night to run an event when you're I know this because I was planning these things when you're doing events catered to the teams that are involved you're better off not trying to do it the night before the Super Bowl. Like, I remember when we were going out to New Orleans for the first one and they were pitching the night before the Super Bowl, they were like, right, you understand that all of your people are just going to want to be in the quarter, right? Like, they're just going to want to be in the quarter partying. They're not going to want to be six blocks away at a one-off party. Like, if you want to do that, we can do it at 4 o'clock and let everybody go out after that. Like... We're yeah. not doing the night before the Super Bowl. There's too many options of things to people for people to do. So they screwed that up. If they had flip-flopped the two, it might have been more beneficial to them. I don't know how I got here off of Mercedes Monet. That's on me, you know. But uh, well, because they're running a big building and you just they're, thought they're like, running. They're running. This a is big appropriate building. this time, but not appropriate any other time. Do, my question for you is: Do you think they have more than Mercedes Monet that they're going to unveil there? Because I think they might have more. I think they might have other people coming in. I mean, Okada? Um, that, I, there was a report that apparently Camille is now more yeah, likely to I don't, be but, a, but Camille's not a mover, man. Like, Camille... No, but, but, no, 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 I know that, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, she looks good on the poster, right? <laughs> like, it's like what we say about a festival act that's not, like, a ticket seller. You're like, yeah, but they look great on the poster. Like, if Mo- mercedes Monet's the headliner, but you have other little things that you can sprinkle in throughout that show, you know, and have a really big show. I guess. The other thing I was thinking is like, that could be when you also bring back Britt Baker and sort of have them. Sure. Like a standoff between Mercedes Monet and Britt Baker. Yeah. That, that's, that looks great. And that's a, that's money. Um, I mean, at this point, that's like a return because she's been gone for so long that. Well, yeah. Should be. I guess the question is, why are you waiting that long? <laughs> like that, I, I don't really have that answer. Um, yeah. Like if they feel like they're doing a hard reset at that Maybe. show. Yeah. They probably should feel that way, by the way. <laughs> I mean, to a I mean, degree, there's... like that's posting, right? Like right. That's, that's after the big pay-per-view. You could look at that show as a reset. I think if that's, isn't that I... the first dynamite after the pay-per-view? Is it the um? This that, requires me to know what the name of the pay per view is. <laughs> I don't remember. Revolution is Revolution. March third, so I guess it's a second. Yeah. Dynamite after. That doesn't really add up, but. But that's okay because you might still do like a you know after the they've only advertised this as final match. You might use the first dynamite as like the whole the whole locker room comes out to salute Sting. 
at the end oh, of the night. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what the first dynamite is after revolution. And then the next one is your hard reset, right? And I'm I'm listening because they desperately need a hard reset, but and I, I don't want to say this and be disrespectful about it. I love Mercedes Monet. I think she's amazing, but I don't know that Mercedes Monet's arrival is selling out this building. Well, I, I honestly, I, I hate, we have to say it. And, and I hate that we have to say it, but th- there's a reason why WWE didn't want to pay her. You know what I mean? Like, she is not the needle mover that they think that she is. Well, I mean. And, and, and to, like, listen, we all love Sasha Banks, but we all, the whole time, also acknowledge some issues with Sasha Banks. She wasn't always the best promo. You know, she wasn't always. She, she was as good as what you put her in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would Sometimes. tend to agree with that. And I, I think would, there were times where she wasn't in something like that that you we were kind of like, ooh, you know, no one's going to admit it. But all the wrestling purist people would always talk about her botching moves and things. I, I never felt that way. But the the people, the same people that are going to come on and act like she's the coming of Christ on AEW are a lot of the same people who were very critical of her work. Yeah, um, it, look, I, I like Sasha Banks a lot, but Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks is bigger than um Bailey. you know yeah i think so like, I, like equal to or a little bigger than but yeah but, but then but again not charlotte not becky right and, and, and she's obvi- she's obviously bigger than ruby riot and a lot of these others that they put she's over probably bigger than everybody on the roster except for brit brit baker maybe but like she probably bigger than her too weirdly at, at, I would have said that she's not bigger than Soraya, but Jesus, Soraya has been a giant she's, nothing. Yeah, she's so, no, she is more significant now than Soraya. She's not point, bigger than Paige, but she's bigger than Soraya. Does that make sense? Like, um, like I think if yes. Paige went back to WWE, she yes. would be much more significant. But the, it's but. the question. It's a, it's a statement that is much about how bad Soraya has been as it is about Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like, say I, Tony Storm is getting there. I mean, as far as quality, much better. Well, yeah, I mean, it's insane. But, but as far as star big, power, right? Star power, yeah. I mean, she's getting there. She's getting there, but the I. But I, Sasha still feels bigger than her. Your I'm, your your point about Britt Baker is well taken. They this kind of requires them to try to go big immediately. Yes, without because, the belt. Without the belt, though. I I I don't even remember who has the other belt. Who has the other belt? Hold on. Um. Uh. <laughs> is I, it is it isn't it uh uh what's her name uh scary girl? Who? It's the, the one who was in the House of Black or whatever, isn't it her? Oh oh yeah, Julia Hart. Right. Yeah. Julia Hart has the TBS belt. Jesus. And <laughs> it's not it's not good. Not good. And obviously the greatest performer of all time has the. Well, yeah, I know that I, I'm aware <laughs> of who has that belt. I was saying that, like, again, in this world where the other belt, I mean, God, if they wanted to do it for the sake of doing it, they could, because 
Well, that clearly, belt, who cares? Yeah. Right. Like, if they wanted to do that, that'd be fine. But it's more problematic about the fact that we don't care who has the other belt. Like, It's, it's just a shame because that was the Jade Cargill belt. <laughs> right. 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 That's yeah, what it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. And I think that'd be very smart to make Mercedes Monet bigger because I don't know that Mercedes Monet can just drag others along. Again, I like her, but I don't know that that's who she is. So that would make a lot of sense. And a hard reset in general would be really interesting. Like if that's if that's where they begin Swerve truly chasing after Paige and Swerve yeah. leaning more into like if in the build up to the triple threat, they don't fully lean into Swerve being a face. As much as, like, it's kind of all tweeners and like who you like, but then they hard reset coming out of Revolution, and that's the night that, like, Swerve is a full-on face now. You bring up, they can have a couple other people make their debuts. Sure, sure, you can make that a big thing. There's there's a lot of work that needs to be done, man. Like, there's so much work that needs to be done. And they gotta stop dicking around with all these fake belts. And the, like, there's just stuff that they like. It's hopeless. You can't solve the problem <laughs> until you're willing to address the problem. Like, the the problem in programming is you've got a million prop belts. You gotta stop that. You gotta tell us that we just uh, we sat here and said we don't remember who the other women's champion is because there's a billion things here. There's probably a Ring of Honor women's champion that I have no idea who it is. Well, I also I could be wrong about this, but I think part of the reason why it took a second is because I actually did watch all their shows in a fairly uh, in a way that I was paying attention for the most part. And I don't think she was on the show this week. That might be right. and, And that's that's. That's the problem with a champion like that is that she's still developing talent. And so when you don't have like when Jay Cargill had the belt, you didn't forget she had the belt if she wasn't on the show for a week because she's Jade Cargill. You were, we'd be like, where the hell's Jade Cargill? You know what I mean? But when someone like this has the belt and they're not on the show, you're like, who has the belt? <laughs> like, yeah. yep. I don't know. Yep. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. Very good. Then let's plug some things. If Aaron were here, he would tell you to go to the Circa. If you're one of the six people that are going to be there for AEW on Saturday night, go to the Circa. I hear there's other things going on. Um, Brandon. A couple things. So we'll start with Ram's Head. Uh, We just announced Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls are coming on June 21. And Stiff Little Fingers on May 5th. Those shows... You know, on sale, RamsHeadLive.com, at RamsHeadLive on Instagram and Twitter. Also, I was involved with uh, a festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds called Let's Go Festival. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited about this. This is Just announced the lineup and are on sale now. Um, Friday, Take It Back Sunday, Dashboard, Friday, May 31st. Sorry. Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard, Confessional, Motion City Soundtrack, and more. Saturday, June 1st, a revivalist band, Camino Coin, and more. And Sunday, June 2nd, Bush Daughtry, Our Lady Peace Thursday, and more. Uh, Let'sGoFest.com, all tickets, information. There's 
GA tickets, VIP, GA plus, one day or three day passes, get all that good stuff there. Um, yeah, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter at, at Brandon Linton. Did you see uh, our friend Danny Mays, what he said about Let's Go? Was about the days? Yes. In the bands? Yeah, it's my fantastic. favorite thing. It's my favorite thing ever. Like almost Monday Take, is on Saturday. Yeah, taking, taking Back Sunday is playing Friday. Almost Monday is playing Saturday. And Thursday is playing Sunday. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. No, no. It's also true. Chef, chef's kiss. Chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah, I'm all in on that, man. That's an awesome festival. That's really cool, man. Really, really cool. What a cool festival that is. I got a funny feeling that uh, Glenn Clark will be making an appearance. Um, I, I definitely three. know. Uh, I well, definitely on know Sunday. Be there Sunday. <laughs> Sunday for sure. What time does everything start on Sunday, by the way? Uh, I believe gates open at 2:30. Okay. But right. but you know you'll want to be there by four. Something like that. All right, all right, all right. I'll work around. I got a radio show. I got to figure that out. We'll figure it out. That's what it is. Maybe five. Okay, then I'm safe. I'm safe at that point. All right. Um, I'm, of course, Glenn Clark Radio on social, glennclarkradio.com. And Goose Flights Lager, again, lifting up the Goose Flights Foundation, uh, the vision of Tony Siragusa as they provide non-emergency medical transport for those in need. Go get yourself a Goose Flights if you are in the Baltimore area. They're available at so many locations. 198 from every can sold goes to the Goose Flights Foundation. Find out more. Pressboxonline.com slash Goose Flights. I've never been involved in a beer before. This was a really cool thing for me, and I was a nerd. Like every other white kid that grew up, <laughs> I was an obsessed Tony Siragusa fan, and I got to know the man, and I've been able to get to know um his family and it's been a really special thing for me so please go pick up a goose flights at aj francis 410 for him on all social medias for brandon for aaron who's not here for aj who's not here i'm glenn clark this has been half of jobbing out jobbing out uh, i just punch him